to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week with the California Pride, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, and Rob, the old guy. You're listening to the Rob Charney yeah, Show. Yeah, it's me. I'm here. You forgot to tell me to turn that down again. Oh, Did it get you? A tad bit. Uh. So this is the segment we call Bringing Out the Dead. This is to celebrate the lives of the people we loved, actors, musicians, whoever just happened to be people we're fond of. Paxton Whitehead, stage actor and sitcom character actor, died at 85 years old. Whitehead was on uh, was a Tony nominated for Camelot and made appearances on many sitcoms, including Friends and Mad About You. And let's see. Peter Bronsman, German free jazz saxophonist and clarinet player, dies at 82. Saxophonist. Saxophonist. That's what it says. Saxophonist. Saxophonist. Not saxophonist. Oh, close enough. <laughs> Frederick Forrest, American character actor, The Rose, Apocalypse Now, Lonesome Dove, uh, One from the Heart, dies at 86. And Sheldon Harnick, American musical theater lyricist, uh, Fierro and Fiddler on the Roof dies at 99 years of age, which is a good run. I hope to reach that age at some point. At what point do you think that's just not a good run anymore? I'm beginning to vacillate on that a little. I'm going, mm, I don't know. You know, as, long, as you I, get closer to those ages, you kind of go, mm, okay. Hey, can I can I eat, use the restroom, and watch TV and play video games? I mean, there's there's. Well, I mean, okay, so that's that's what you do. You try to figure out, you know, can I can I get up and use the bathroom? It's probably number one, right? If you or have number to two. have somebody bring the bathroom to you, correct? Or number two, uh, <laughs> that becomes kind of. But but uh, there's a lot of people who have a very long time being helped with that. So maybe that's just get over yourself, <laughs> you know, right? So yeah. Okay, so there's that. Uh, I th- all right, so I, what's it come down to? It comes down to your mindy, mind, mindy. Uh, and if you could talk to mind. So if your mind is still active, all right, then that's okay. D- d- describe active, because I've known a, no- a number of people that uh, that was not something I would use to describe them. And they're, you know, normal, so, everyday people. When you know who you are, when you know who your spouse is, you and you know who your children are, then I think that's that's good enough. Okay. I mean, you know, let's face it, when you get to a point, whatever the disease may be from Alzheimer's on to all the different adjuncts to that, um, I think that's particularly painful for the family. Now, for you, if you don't know any different. But I'm sure you do. Did you read about the story about Jack Hanna? Do you guys remember Jack Hanna? He's yeah. that animal trainer yeah. guy, yeah. right? Yeah, I did read about him and what's going on with him. It's kind of, it's really sad. It's really sad. And, you know, when I when I read that, I look at that and go, you know, here's a guy that was very active, uh, you know, great, uh, an entertainer, uh, ecologist, and an animal conservatism person, whatever you want to call it. He had a lot of different hats. He worked with uh, a, muse- uh, uh, a zoo, taking care of the animals, the birds, whatever it would, would have been. And he was on a lot of television shows, and he was very entertaining. Yeah. And, you know, he's at a point, unfortunately, now with Alzheimer's that he barely recognizes his wife. He doesn't, there's a daughter he doesn't recognize apparently at all. And the other one he barely recognizes from time to time and it's it's very sad and and i think what's happening for him is that he's starting to recognize the fact that he doesn't recognize things right when you get to that point where you you know kind of i don't you know i don't you're still cognizant of that you know something's missing Mm, yeah well that's why chris that's why chris hemsworth has uh i guess decided to take some time off acting because he discovered he had whatever gene it was uh, right. for possibly having dementia. When he said, I'm working too hard, I need to, to slow down, which is, by the way, it's, it's something that, you know, at my age, like, you know, I'm, I'm a typical American who works 40 hours a week, but there's part of my mind going, man, am I, am I wasting the most important part of my kid's life? You know, so I, I, I good on anybody who, who has the ability. I, 
I feel sorry for Jack Hanna, who brought so much joy to to people through you know animal education and all that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it so it, yeah, it's tough. So that's that was where the part of it's a good run. You know, you kind of go, mm, yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> Let's hope it uh, feel that way at the end. <laughs> I kind of you know I'll. I, generally, when I say good run, is anybody who is able to live life their way, doing what they want and what they loved. Well, you know, with, you can make with, it to hundred, and none of that be the case. Well, no, true. true. But I mean, if 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 you're able to live a life your way to some degree without harming others, hurting anybody, I, that's all you can ask for. It's just live a life that you enjoy. And I I kind of wonder how many people get that. Yeah. Um, and, and don't know. And, and talk about things that uh, everybody's tired of hearing of. Uh, Michael Jackson is going to trial. I, I wish they would leave this alone. But Michael Jackson molestation allegation, uh, allegations by Wade Rob- Robson will go to trial. Michael Jackson will effectively be tried for allegedly molesting choreographer Wade Robinson when he was a child. I have a question. He's dead. How do you actually put it? How do you do that? When 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 the person who is allegedly to do it, how how he can't speak What's for that, himself. Abstentia. In other words, he's not there, so they still do the trial anyway, and he still has an estate that I assume is worth oh yeah a fair amount of money. Alleging that MJ so, molested him at the Neverland Ranch when he was between seven and fourteen. The, I mean, are the, I'm so confused with this. Go, keep going, John. Sorry. No, no worries. Uh, Rob Robinson. Robinson is suing Michael Jackson's corporation. Robinson. Rob, it's pronounced it three Robinson. different ways. Which is it? I, I'm tired. I'm sticking to whatever I say at the moment. Robinson. It's R O. It's Robson. It's R Robinson. So Robson is suing Michael Jackson's corporation, MJJ Productions Incorporated. Jackson's yeah. company lawyer argued the company had no legal duty to protect Robinson or anything. Rob Robinson. Robson or anybody whatever. else from MJ because it had no ability to control him there's an interesting legal argument that it wasn't their job because how do they control wow okay but so they're suing the company his company basically it's it's or whatever it be but they're not they can't sue somebody who's dead so they're not suing michael no the state the company company, probably anything that that's still attached to him yeah that would uh, Um, I can agree with that argument. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you gotta go after the person, not. No, I, I agree with the argument of the company. Yeah. Okay. Right. The company can't control Michael Jackson or couldn't control Michael Jackson. Yeah. So, but I'm just saying, like this person, this. I mean, the guy sounds greedy. The guy, you know, Michael Jackson's dead. You should have gone for him then. So I, you know. <sighs> I had a question, and this is for anybody out there, male or female, who's ever been molested, because I don't, I've never been, so I, 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 my experience is limited through people I know. I, like, is this beneficial to anybody? Is this, is this pound of flesh? Will this help him heal? I, I'm, this really confuses me. Like, because how, I guess in the process of healing, how does this help? Is this person not able to work because he's so damaged because of what happened? Which I know people that, that their lives are completely upside down because of incidents like that. I, I'm just very confused by this. Because from the outside in, it seems like a money grab to me. And I may be wrong. Hmm. I mean, what do I you guys know. think? Yeah, I think, I, <laughs> I think at this point, Michael Jackson's dead. Your court battles, proceedings, whatever, died with him. That's what I think. Uh, so that, I, that, that's where I leave it. Yeah. I, I'm so 50-50 about that, but I don't really know how I feel. Like, I can see if you were if you were you're raped and you were thinking, hey, XYZ would have helped me. No, I think if it, if... If there was another perpetrator who, I mean, like literally handed you off to Michael Jackson, fully knowing that he was going to do something uh, inappropriate to you, and Michael Jackson died, but that person was still alive, sure. Nobody really knew at the time that Michael Jackson was doing that fully. There were rumors. But rumors are one thing, 
full on evidence is another. Is there actual evidence to Michael Jackson being a a, a, a kitty diddler? No. <laughs> so there's there not the no concrete evidence. There are rumors and speculation. There okay. has never been any full on evidence to verify that Michael Jackson actually did anything inappropriate with anyone. So I, I mean other than other than him actually saying, you know, he laid in the same bed as some kids. Other than that, I haven't heard anything outside of that, which I mean, a grown man laying in bed with children that are not yours, even still if they're yours, depending on the situation. But anyways, that's a whole nother thing. But you know, Agreed. random children that he's laying in bed with. You know, that that's creepy on your own. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, is 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 a parent that definitely screams I don't know why parents ever brought their kids and dropped them off there. Yeah, see, I, I that, don't, don't know. I don't understand that. That's I mean, my yeah. thing because it sets off a number of lo- alarms. Great, but <laughs> never leave your kids there overnight. <laughs> the the problems apparently, if you ever read the original book of Neverland, it wasn't exactly as cheery as Disney's version of it, and um, and so I think since we're going on a theme of just kind of eh, or dark or horrible. <laughs> I found this today in the New York Post. Um, in today's era, I don't know why this is a thing. And I'm going to say hate of all type, but specifically because of this one. Neo-Nazis waving swastika flags outside multiple Georgia synagogues. Um, Georgia the state or Georgia the country? The state. <coughs> okay. <coughs> a group of neo-Nazis brandished swastika flags, swastika flags and other anti-Semitic propaganda uh, outside, um, why didn't you say Nazi flags? Did Nazi sell other? Um, sorry, uh, uh, propaganda outside multiple Georgia synagogues over the weekend. Several members, several members of the hate group. By the way, is somebody who loves names. This is, this is actually a really clever. This 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 name I think is is a very marketable name. As much as I hate to say this, it's the the Goyam Defense League. We're pictured outside a, a Chattelovich of Cobb County in Atlanta suburb of Marietta Sundays, Saturday. Hmm. Um, here's here's the thing. Um, a, I, I to to quote every punk person I knew who's who's a, a who loved punk, a punk rapper. Fuck you, and and from everybody Jewish heritage. Fuck you. I just don't get the hate. I've never understood it. Talk about you know Nazis being anti-gay. There's all this shit I just don't get. Um, I want their free time. If you have free time waving a Nazi flag outside of a swastika, I'll pay you 50 bucks for 24 hours of your life. Just send it over to me in a box via FedEx. Beware of what you ask for. <laughs> no yeah. shit. I, I'm they sh- might send you a Nazi flag along with it. <laughs> you might get some stuff you don't want. Hey, y- y- you know, I'm okay with having a good old-fashioned uh, Nazi John flag burning party. Great red laces. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. not worried where I live. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling uh, they, they would be at the losing end of that particular argument. I am shocked. Well, I, I, I see. I am shocked. Absolutely shocked to see this. When I see the amount of ignorance out there, some of the truths that they are promoting, it's just frightening. The level of inaccurate knowledge that there is. Um. I'm sorry. I wanted to read that because it reminded me of something somebody said a number of years ago, like when the the Gutenberg press first started coming out. It wasn't truth and knowledge they were printing out. It was bullshit and lies and how to find witches. So I, I kind of wondering if this is, you know, like all the truth in the Internet, just these bunch of boneheads just kind of grouped together online. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of, I've said this before, but it's like, with the coming of the internet, it really kind of shows that, you know, you find a bunch of people that have the same idiot views as yourself. I mean, you get the flat earthers all together, you get the donut earthers all together, you get the neo-Nazis all together, you get the pedophiles all together. It's kind of what the internet has done outside of all the benefit things. So, you know, every good thing also has a negative side. 
So that's kind of that's kind of the way I look at it these days. So this congregation was established in 1859, and we've never had uh, this happen before. We've been uh, we're more than grateful the response that we're in. We're saddened by the action of a few people who came out of town and brought hate to Mart Macon. Um, I don't get it, and I say this for anything. You know, the LGBT name your race, pick your people group, etc. I don't get the hate. Um, I, I've never understood just hating an entire group of people. I'm not even sure if I can <laughs> contemplate how that's possible. Um, I dislike people. There's a number of people I so, highly dislike. <laughs> I, I think of some of this, unfortunately, is generational discrimination. And it usually starts from a parent to a child or grandparent to a child, you know, wherever. Yeah. And unfortunately, that tends to be a little bit of the way it goes. I mean, it was no different. Uh, for the actual Nazi Nazis, you know, from Germany during that period of time, and uh, and then you know, uh, it's terrible. It's just awful to do that. You know, I mean, and you, I've seen specials on this whole white supremacist situation and what they're doing to their children and how they're indoctrinating their children with this attitude. These kids don't even have a chance. No. Uh, I remember we'll I remember years ago uh, at one of the houses I owned, James and I hanging out on the couch watching all these documentaries and these racist groups. And James said something that I, I never occurred to me, that like 90% of everybody who was a racist in the group were just on some sort of substance because they never blinked or their head movement. Mm -hmm. And I remember this to this day because yeah. every time I watch one of those documentaries, you can see Drano. half these guys are spun out of their mind. Snorting yeah. Drano because they have no brains. I just, well, it it I saddens me on so many levels because I know so many different people who are pick your people group. I've I've I, I've I've kind of given the, the labels that I've noticed that that are afraid or are getting shit because of pick it. I just don't get it. Like if you don't like something, leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. I I just I'm so bizarre by this. That shocked. So and on a lighter note, I've got another. Ten of the one. biggest. Ten, ten of the biggest disadvantages of being a man, and the reason I want to bring this up is because it falls into a little bit the story before with Michael Jackson, and a little bit of the doing, back to the ten disadvantages. One of them uh, in this story is can't be around kids without raising suspicion. Uh, yeah. You know, and... and uh, Geez, I've I've said for quite a while now that I can't imagine being a male elementary school teacher, even a male junior high school or middle school teacher. Uh, just the things that are just not good. So uh, that's one. Wait, yeah. I, I had a question for 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 James as a young kid. Have you, how many uh, male teachers has your kid had, James? That you know, one. Yeah, it's the same for mine. Even to have one, it's pretty amazing. Now. I mean, because your kids are young. Yeah. So, I, I, uh, moving on, one of the, the biggest disadvantages of being a man, hair issues. Men have hair everywhere. Well, some men don't have the hair on their head, but armpits, legs, chest, your back. <laughs> That's a disadvantage. I don't, didn't bother me any. <laughs> Men aren't expected to cry. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I that that varies. I know guys, you could hit them over the head with a baseball bat, and the chances of them crying would still be very nil. Well, you know, I think, uh, and I don't know about today's children and sports and things like that, but a lot of times you got yourself hurt or whatever. You know, dust yourself off, get up, don't cry. You know, you don't cry. You can't cry, kid. Keep moving. Suck it up. Very common thing. Really for the uh, and uh, the, the baby boomer generation. The, the funniest thing is, I uh, that actually reminds me. I, I knew I knew somebody who allegedly that if if they lost their arm in a tragic combine accident, their dad would just say, "Rub some grass on it and rock, uh, walk away." <laughs> of course, um, that was the way it was. I think it's a net negative, though, uh, in, in some degrees, because society wise. Um, it seems like the only emotion men, in some degrees, can displays anger but not too much because you, then you get scary well and then you then you have a bunch of men who don't really know how to express their emotions without i think that's i think that's shit. it right well so 
the uh, inability to express emotions is is not uncommon in males they're not taught it um you know i know you look back at your father or your grandfather how many times did you ever see them cry um you know except if i got hit in the knee but but you know that, that that's the point and then the next one over here in this story is this men are uh, expected to always have it together that that falls in with it i mean you know you can't get emotional you always have to have it together uh th that whole thing so there's you, you got that as well you got to be soft but you have to be stoic but not too soft and not too stoic yeah exactly yeah so you got to find that society right you know what 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 makes it right for him uh men biggest disadvantage is being a man baldness yeah it's more obviously for for men uh, on baldness part I, whatever i don't care i know that's uh, uh so the other one here is domestic violence victims if a man is a victim of domestic violence people don't take it seriously and that's been proven time and time again you can yeah. be a you know a domestic uh, victim as a male but people scoff at it and you know oh no you, you can't do it. Hmm. I, I know up, aren't you a man i can think of a number of people off the top of my head where their significant others their wives would huck things shoes kitchen knives you name it and they were you know <laughs> they were trying to be like joe namath and hit it or duck it so yeah i'm only laughing because my mom threw t dozens of shoes at me my <laughs> life growing up i would call it abuse <laughs> it depends on the shoe if, if she you know if she's throwing a stiletto i mean i'm pretty sure that's considered uh, yeah. a dangerous weapon i just you know i just learned to duck really well <laughs> <laughs> need for physical touch the media portrays single men as living the good life but men also need emotional connection and meaningful physical touch that's true but you usually have to pay for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> otherwise you're a pervert and you get in trouble <laughs> good grief <laughs> according to some you just become a catholic priest or <laughs> uh initiating romance it can be challenging for men to constantly uh initiate romance and ask women out especially if you fear rejection and i remember in my early days i was terribly shy and uh it was difficult it was always expected that that part always always made, what, sadie hawkins that point always always made me laugh because i remember a number of women years later saying man i was flirting with you hardcore i said first mistake yes i'm a guy she says, and <laughs> you gotta hit me over the head yeah it's like, what you're doing say say i'm a guy it's like and see number one <laughs> <laughs> most guys i know and, and unless it uh, uh, unless you it's it's super obvious they, they couldn't tell you if you were flirting you they just thought you were being nice and and most women i know they say it's obvious that the guy when guys are flirting it's like it's it's almost creepy because they're being super obvious about it yeah yeah there's that too expected to do the heavy lifting um so i hope you're ready to do a lot of heavy lifting uh, literally as a man you're always expected to lift large objects the only way I ever got out of that is when my back finally gave out, and I just can't. I can't do it. Sorry. See, that's why I think James always dated a lot because he's basically a dolly. <laughs> there was that time, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, well, so. I use the chair as a dolly quite a bit. There you go. <laughs> uh, pretty handy. <laughs> you were handy to have around, James. <laughs> uh okay uh, biggest disadvantages of being a man not being acknowledged as a father huh mm. yeah that can happen there's uh there's a lot of that right uh you're not the father or, you yeah. are the father i can't be the father you're the father <laughs> luke that's why maury was on for so long that's right he made a career of discovering who people's children were yeah he what did I hear? He had a Jonathan. Did you tell me? A I story think it was a pregnancy COVID? test, or yeah, a, yeah. What, or something like, or, or uh, uh, what do they tell you who your child is? Type of thing. Yeah, I think I think you were right. I think it was a pregnancy test. <laughs> then he was Hawked Mori Povich pregnancy identifier. Are you pregnant? Oh. <laughs> tell the audience. 
I, I, hey, lady, you're not the father. <laughs> <laughs> I good for him. I mean, if if all you're known is for 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 that, yeah, I think it's funny. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> that was it. That was my. We, we got to find a list on the women's side of it because I know all my friends who are super feminist. I, I can hear them screaming. There's got to be one this, from the women's perspective. Well, you know, if we we could ever get, um, you know, who back. <laughs> She would just, you know, occasionally pop in. She could have answered this for us. Well, if if Melanie, if, if she happens right. to write back, if she listens to this episode, I'll 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 read her statement on her behalf. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll have to record it so she can give her part in. We want to hear the actual so words from her lips. <clears throat> this next story. I can't say that, right? Why not? Uh, this next story. This next story sounds like it's out of a TV show. Headline, LAPD busts drug lab disguised as a pizza shop. Ah, yes, I saw that. That's That's got to be bad when you went in for a, uh, the kid went in for a, uh, like a sausage pizza and he came out wired to high heaven. What appeared to be a typical Los Angeles pizza shop was, at, was actually operating as a drug lab cooking up illegal THC concentrates. Um, Jeez. All right. The soup- They're making edibles, huh? No, no. no. It sounds more... Like they were doing the uh, what honey. is that uh, honey wax oil. or something? Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Butane honey oil, which is basically Got like it. pure THC. Jeez, it's kind of a dangerous process. Uh, yeah, I know I one. Well, one process around flames. Well, <laughs> blow up that pizza shop, man. There may be different versions of it now, but Ooh. the the one they used to do is you just get a bunch of butane and you pour it on top of the. You get something with a grate, pour it on top of it, and then there's a bottom tray. The problem is if you 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 have a little spark, things goes up. There's a house uh, <laughs> within 30 minutes of us that was allegedly exploded because they were making this stuff. The super lab uh, was I discovered by cops in, uh, in a shop in a 3700 block of Radford Avenue in North Hollywood next to an animal hospital. <laughs> I, you know, if you were going to tell me that there was a THC lab, North Hollywood would have been one of the places. Um, see, Could be anywhere. See, police can be searching through car, uh, scene searching through cardboard pizza boxes that say hot and ready. These kind of labs are type of police have seen explode, cause injury and property damage, even deaths sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, okay. It's pretty funny. So they have all the pizza get up. Like they have this pizza warmer, but it's full of, uh, uh, like, I guess they're drying off the wax or whatever. And it's like where all the pizza trays are. There's just like all these trays of this uh, THC stuff. <laughs> Hopefully it was a little more profitable than the pizza business. Oh, I'm sure it was. I guarantee it. Be if you're going to go to prison for it. Yeah. So I am curious if anybody out there can tell me what the difference is between THC and what people call dabs, because I thought that was legal. Because I know a number of people who smoke it. Oh. Uh, so we're only in what? No, we're not even in July. Yet. So we're just about halfway through the year, right? Mm-hmm. Well, according to us. Uh, the crime report the bay area has seen a property crime rise of 10.4 percent since last year so in six months in six months crime has gone up by 10 percent in the bay area they're uh uh, they're certainly having their fair share of problems there's there's a there's a number of safeway has taken to installing security gates at all of their entrances. So the front, when you come into the store, they have gates that only let one person in at a time. Not not for the entire store, but you know they don't, they have it set up so only one person can get through the gate. So not a bunch of them can come running through because they're having a lot of problems with people running in with baseball bats and everything else and. Uh, like a group of them running in, grabbing a bunch of crap, and then running back out. So they got these gates that make it so only one person can walk through right. at a time, with, and the gate closes, and then the next person can come, come yeah, in. Yeah, it's a turnstile thing. Yeah, but right. it's not like the turnstile. It's more like a little gate thing that opens and closes real quick. 
do you ever go to this you know the state fair yeah so to get in part of the state fair it's always been one of those yeah. things right you, you they yeah. lock you in if they don't <laughs> you're stuck in that thing so, yeah. yeah so and so that's what the safeways have taken to doing right and walgreens has left mm-hmm. this all of their stores are closed in the bay area yeah it's just like what the hell is going on in there well I mean, you I know when you're sitting there. when your city government goes uber crazy nutoid with laws that uh don't protect businesses you're this is what you get and that's why you're seeing you know yeah. major major hotel chains have left uh the biggest mall down there i don't remember the name of the mall but the largest mall down there it just turned over its keys to the bankers saying oh, we're done wow. uh, yeah things are just off the hook there and uh it's going to take some waking up there's some very expensive properties in the city of oh, san yeah. francisco I mean, san and francisco is ridiculously expensive yeah and there's why a, I refuse to go there for culinary school because just the cost of living alone would have bankrupt me. Yeah, yeah. there's a number of uh, hotels there that were used as uh, staycations for homeless and other people that just got tore up, and they, they were suing the city and got money because the city they were damaged and they couldn't open because of what the city had basically forced upon them. Yeah. Uh, so I, I am curious, just to be a little fair, if if you're out there and you're little and and you're a little more you know left-leaning what's the positive sides and what's the negative side if you listen to the show we all kind of vary a little bit right um because and the thing i've seen like i've seen like videos of san francisco like i don't ever remember like i saw a video this morning some guy was sitting on like a park bench just smoking fr- a crack in front of a cop like had the pipe out and everything um, I've never seen that when I was when I was visiting as a kid. I don't remember seeing anybody um, naked or some dude has a schwanz out. It just it just seems like it's gone downhill from when I was a kid. Yeah, it definitely has. So, one of my favorite horror film bad guy actors. Um. I didn't know that he's been missing since January. Oh, Sands? Yeah. 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 I mean, with everything going on, maybe I just missed the the story about it. But um, yeah, he went missing over in uh, the San Bernardino. Mount Mount Baldy area. Yeah, Mount Baldy area. Yeah. And they just there are some hikers that just found some human remains that are they're trying to identify right they should be should be able to get a actual identification by next week but that's so you know yeah he went out for apparently a hike yeah Yeah. and and uh they've been looking for him ever since there have been some major uh searches for him uh like three or four different times throughout that period particularly in the beginning there were a number of fairly large scale searches out for him and never found anything. And then uh, a month after that again, and then I think another month after that again, and uh, it's been, it's uh, it's sad. I mean, you know, you just go out there and maybe he was assaulted. Uh, I assume that his body, if it was recovered, it was probably in a place that was not easily seen. And um, yeah. you, know, you would think that with so many searches out looking for him. So yeah, sad. It, all that, that kind of stuff's always sad, especially you know you start out the morning and kind of yeah I'm gonna go for a hike and that's it. Yeah, well, I, the, I mean like he's uh, one of his uh, horror movies from the '80s is actually one of my favorite ones, Warlock. Mm. I always had a lot of fun with that one for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's a terrible movie, but yeah. it's one of those fun ones to me. Uh, right. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's wait. He played the I, Warlock. I yeah. Oh damn. Yeah, he was the warlock. Wow. Well yeah. I think we're gonna need transition and so we're gonna we're gonna transition to this. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. The game where dignity is overrated. Make sure you go to O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com or selected stores. Make sure you use MADTRIO, all caps, all one word, for 10% off your final order. Make sure you tell Miss Audacity herself that the MADTRIO sent you. 
Do you want to keep up to date with the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Make sure you go to themadtrio.com or check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, if you want to support the Mad Trio podcast, go to Patreon, type in The Mad Trio, and you can see uh, our Patreon page. $5 is basically all we're asking. And the two things is if... uh, We'll give you a shout out on the show and once a month randomly uh, throughout the time is we'll pick out one of the random team players to be a guest on the show. Mm. Um, I, I have here's a listicle 21 things you you'll only remember if you went to elementary school in the 80s and I'll read some of them. Let's oh, see. see. I can't if, possibly remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the joy of slap bracelets. Well, yeah, no clue. I my son loves them. Uh, mm. Skip it, the solitary pleasure. I have no, I don't know, remember those skip it toys. Skip it toys. That was a toy. Oh, yeah. I do remember them. I never did anything with them. The emotional roller coaster of an after-school special. No, I always ignored those. Reading I Rainbow. Them. I loved reading Rainbow. Okay, reading rainbow, but was that really is that really considered an after school special? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's an addition to Levon Burton, Levar, yeah, yeah. at his or Levar, sorry, wait, wait, Sacramento's own Levar Burton, correct? And I, for shame on me being a trekkie, not getting his name right. Let's see, wishing you could be a rainbow bright. I never wished I could be rainbow bright. What's a rainbow bright? It's a kid's. Wish to do that? It's a little girl's cartoon from the eighties. I remember it. Um, conflicting I bet feelings. Some guys in San Francisco knows what it is. <laughs> <laughs> rainbow bright right now. Hey, I I support their right to do that as Mad long as trio it, is banned. You can't make jokes. Well, the Mad Trio podcast supports your right to do what you want as long as Absolutely you're as long as you're did. as long as you're decently dressed in front of children. <laughs> Um, because the last thing I want to do is explain as a father, it's like, Daddy, why is that man doing that? that keep going. I don't want to have that conversation. Conflicted feelings about Teddy Ruck- Ruxpin. I loved Teddy Ruxpin as a child. I still love it. I have fond memories of the creepy bastard. Okay, okay. Did you, did you, did you have conflicted ex- feelings? conflicting feelings? Would you love them and hate them? That's a conflicting feeling. That's what I'm trying to think of. That right. must be what it is. Um, Wasn't there see. a reboot of the... It didn't last very long. The, yeah, the, what happened to that thing? It, it it died really quick. The problem I had with it is they had these digital eyes that were brighter than hell. And so you got it for yourself or for your son? I got it for my kid. The problem is like you know you're looking at the eyes trying to figure out what to do. It's like how is this a bedtime toy when you you know when there's that so. Hmm. I thought it was a little. And he didn't were, like it, did he? He liked it. I think he was too young. I think he might like it now. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they don't make them anymore because I asked about eBay, it. eBay. Like, go to eBay. Say eBay. I'm, I'm looking for whatever. So, the wonders of the Walkman. Um, I think anybody in the 80s when the Walkman came out and it was decently priced loved the Walkman. Yeah, it yeah that was cool. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Walkman definitely was cool. It was, it was a... It was it's, really awesome for the time. I mean, it was. It was ubiquitous. It doesn't matter if you were kids going to school or whatever. We all liked those things. Now, yeah. this, this is supposed to be an elementary school thing. How many elementary yeah. schools knew how to me- make a mixtape? Because that's number nine. The art of the mixtape. Yeah, they're off base on that one. <laughs> a little. Um, life before Lunchables. That said, as soon as the bologna and... Cr- bologna? Bologna? Hold on. Bologna and crackers holding trays were introduced. Need your reading glasses. Seriously. <laughs> hey, Ma, could I get my glasses? Holding trays introduced. You knew you had to trade your Care Bear lunch box to get your hands on one. Uh, I, I think my mother would have smacked me for trading a lunch for a lunch box. No, yeah, I never wanted. I, and I never really wanted a Lunchable either. They just did not seem very good. They seemed like crap, honestly. <laughs> Cool, the cult of the Cool Ranch Doritos. I agree, they're a cult. I don't like them. Hmm. Oh, this I remember. The importance of elaborate note folding. Because I remember a few um, times how to figure out how to unfold the fucking thing. 
I am a gorilla. I huh? I'm a gorilla. I'm I'm not I'm not capable of opening delicate things. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was the next thing on the list. I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fr- gorilla. Frust- Wait a no, I, I couldn't hold that crap either. Frustrations of phone cards. I never had issues with phone cards of any type. You just follow the instructions on the back. However, yeah, as an adult, I had some issues with phone cards because you punch in the number and it do it. No, sorry, didn't take it. Do it again. Do it again. See that? That's what I was going to say. I had more issues with the pay phones than the card. Yeah. yeah. By the way, folks, if you don't know what a pay phone is, it's like a cell phone wrong, that's permanently attached to something. You're the wrong age group to be listening to this. Go talk to your parents. <laughs> <laughs> wrong demographic. The real party was party lines. Eh. Whoa, party line. You're talking about the original old telephone, rotary phone, party line things? Because that was <laughs> way before the 80s. So, so the real party was party lines. Before there were chat rooms, you were forced to meet like-minded strangers on the phone. Parents st- st- stuck stuck with their steep bills of freaked. I don't remember. Was there party lines no, you called in the eighties? No, sorry, they were <laughs> gone by the eighties. That's what I, I was trying to f- smoking that they're putting these lists together. Well, maybe it was one of those things, but like you know, one eight hundred chat now to talk to you know. I, I that's guess different. That could be different if that's the way they're talking. The future of feminism was cartoons. Her name was She-Ra, the princess of power, and she was magnificent. Um. I hate to break it to you. She was a goofy cartoon. As somebody who watched somewhere, as, as somebody who watched both, I th- I did not think that they played her as equal to He-Man. No, no, uh, they didn't. Storing your stuff in a cadoodle, caboodle. How the fuck you say that? The hell is that? Trapper <laughs> keeper. It's basically a purple. This one shows a purple plastic box. Oh. Okay. Okay. Trapper Keepers? I remember those. Hmm. Um, yeah, but I don't remember what the hell that thing is that they're talking about. I'm not saying it right. Um, be kind, please I don't think rewind. That would help. <laughs> be kind, please rewind. <laughs> you know you know what's funny about that? Mr. What, Hollywood Video. When I worked at Hollywood Video, I didn't think they had <laughs> a rewinder. I don't ever remember <laughs> rewinding a video ever. Like I don't even think they had rewinders there because you'd watch as a, you watch as a kid like when you watch TV and there's always like a, you know like a movie store that you, you see like a row of rewinders or VCRs. We never had any of that. I didn't remind. I didn't rewind anything. Yeah, I'll let the customer deal. With it. Um, Gilbert Blythe. No clue. Uh, hey, I mean, going to look that up. Who the hell is Gilbert? <laughs> see, but. But did they fill butterflies when they laid eyes in Gilbert Blythe in the 1985 TV miniseries series that talked about in the cafeteria the next day? I never heard of that. Who the? F- what part of the country did they play Green that? Gables? What? That's what he's from. Oh. His parents was Anne of Green Gables. I never watched that crap. And why the hell would I care about this Gilbert Blythe person either? Because you're not a, you're not a young girl, I guess. Yeah, so you got a list for girls? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, this is random stuff. The, uh, let's see. Well, that's definitely random. Twenty-one. The truth about who brought down the Berlin Wall. We all know it's what? the Hoff. What? What is going on here? What kind of list is this? That was Go the ahead. last. Where is this going now? It's that... a weird. It's gone off the rails here. That was the last one. Despite no, what our well, despite what our st- scholastic I know news, what happened. The, or, the editor probably said you got to come up with twenty one things, and they just ran out at nineteen and threw in a couple of extras. You, you know what they acted? They, they did something. What they did is Google. Okay, what happened in the nineteen eighties, and and what is the stuff that school children used? Okay, I, so uh, the Hoff brought down uh, the Berlin Wall. We know it. Yeah, yeah. Did you That's ever wonder where the Hoff. term uh, "hooked"? You got hooked. On something, you ever wonder where that came from? I was hooked on a few amounts once. of the English language come from people's last names, for instance, you know, uh, Heimlich Maneuver, Maverick Jacuzzi, Kleenex, that kind of thing, right? Those are actual names. Um, so, uh, we're in the right, you know, they were in the right place at the right time. So, 
The word hooker is another unfortunate example of a person's name that it's since become a noun. Hooker? The story goes that you hooker, yeah. The story goes that Union General Joseph Hooker led a unit unit during the Civil War that was known for its murky morals, let's say. <laughs> the men the men in the hooker's unit would often employ women who were around so much that people started referring to them as hooker's women. The word eventually stuck and spread throughout the English language and is known as a hooker. So now if you ever use, you could go and ask a hooker, by the way, do you happen to know where that term comes from? I educated you. It's from General Hooker. So they were all people of ill repute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so That's what about, um, did you ever hear the term? I think this is the one. Your mama. Your mama. So. Many of us heard the, the insult, your mother wears combat boots. Do you know where that came from? Although it's rarely ever used now or, you know, never uses an insult nowadays in any way, shape or form normally, because that's an old thing. But it was something that I I remember as a kid anyway. So go back to the 50s and 60s. Yeah, it used to be a pretty rude term of a phrase. The insult arose around World War II and had nothing to do with moms, but it had everything to do with the soldiers. Some say the phrase came from American GIs uh, paying British woman workers with their standard issue boots instead of money. Others said it's from women who followed the troops around. These women of loose morals would sometimes wear combat boots. Basically, the phrase is as old as your mama insults. So your mother wears combat boots. Once again, it had to do with women of loose moral characters and men just taking advantage of them. So it's just basically like the original your mama joke. Yeah, exactly. It was exactly the original your mama joke. <laughs> Back to World War II. All right, one so, last so, one in this vein. So it's the same thing that's saying that you're uh, you're the milkman's son. Uh, nah, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so while the, we normally think of mercury as harmful today, mercury was used medically over for over three thousand years, and it uh, was a popular cure for syphilis uh, in Europe from the seventeenth and nineteenth century. Mercury was such a common treatment for syphilis, in fact, that most, if not all, of the men on the Lewis and Clark expedition received mercury dosing. Venereal disease, and this is something we never learned in history about Lewis and Clark, venereal, venereal disease was a rapid problem for the expedition. Mercury was prevalent as a result. Men took so much mercury that, now this is the interesting, that historians today can easily locate their campsites throughout the United States. Wherever they camped resulted in high concentrations of mercury left behind by the men's poop. <laughs> Gross but interesting. A night with Venus, a lifetime with mercury. <laughs> So, so they always wanted to know how they know where all these campsites are for the Lewis and Clark expedition. Now you know it's all that mercury left behind. <laughs> so there's some dude. Can, so there's some dude out there with a metal detector. Dee, 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 dee. Ah, Lewis and Clark must have been there. <laughs> yeah, and we found an outhouse. This looks like a fossilized piece of shit. Wait, it's mercury. Uh, I, you know, it's uh, that was very interesting piece of history that we just do not get taught in school. Yeah, that's true. See? See? That's funny. So there's apparently going to be another battle of the billionaires. So it doesn't involve WWE. Uh, a recent rumor is UFC is going to sponsor a fight with Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. And uh, I think Elon Musk is going to lose because the dude's in his 50s and, and Mark Zuckerberg is in his 30s and apparently um, does some sort of MMA training. Yeah, he supposedly has been doing uh, martial arts for a while, and, and, and not not only is he twenty years younger, however, he's considerably lighter. So if you know Elon just kind of you know does his rope a dope thing, he might be able to outlast him. But we all know all Zuckerberg, all the, excuse me, Elon has to do is remove Zuckerberg's batteries. <laughs> If you guys watched, you got to watch any of the Zuckerberg trials in, in in front of Congress. He looked like Data from Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, you know, because he was well, like, "I'm sorry, Congressman, I will have to talk to my lawyer." I, well, I, mean, I, I kind of agree with you 
John, that you know Zuckerberg might beat Elon Musk. Uh, now, granted, let's just get this out of the way. I want to see Elon Musk beat the crap out of me Zuckerberg. too. But I gotta say, I think people that are saying that Elon's gonna just beat him up are, are really underestimating how big of a bitch Zuckerberg really is. <laughs> because he's such a bitch. How big of a bitch I is feel he? Like he has got so much that he has to try to make up for that his drive is gonna be a lot more than Musk. So that's where I think it's going to change is that Zuckerberg is going to put so much effort into trying to beat him <laughs> that Musk has a really good chance of losing, even though he's bigger than Zuckerberg. Yeah. I just, well, I think Musk is just going to have to really just go hard and put him down fast. I don't understand. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, I would probably pay to watch two billionaires beat each other up. That that's got me wanting to laugh because I, I, yeah. can, I think we should do a live show during that. And I think we should just <laughs> sit around and laugh at this idiocy. Can, can we pump them for the but, steroids and, and the pH? But, and you know, PCP? I, I'm going to feel bad for Elon. I mean, I don't want to see the guy get hurt. So, you know, yeah. I care less about Zuckerberg, but I care about Elon. <laughs> and, uh, I'm. I, I don't want to see him get hurt. Yeah, it's 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 funny. Like I, uh, I'm a fanboy of Elon Musk. I don't know if I'd like the guy personally, but I love what he does. But I, I just, I want to see this. I want this to be the next rich person thing that they start getting a ring and just start kicking the shit out of each other. That's, you know, let let's start with the uh, NB the NBA and uh, NFL team owners. Let's get out these crypt keepers out and start fighting. Some of the players are billionaires, so they'll really go at it. I don't know. You know, yeah, it's it should be interesting to see what happens. Do, they, do you know of a date? When is this supposed to take place? No, I don't know if it's, it's, it's basically just barely been confirmed by Dana White. Oh, it's vapor. It's a, it's whisperware. It's yeah, it's right now, right? set yeah. it up. They have to have them sign all these waivers yeah, yeah. and all this other crap, all the legal stuff. Maybe Elon's doctor will write him a note saying he can't participate. Elon's not well enough. But I would love to find see another, that, though. Find another billionaire. I would, I'll legitimately pay. I'll throw a party. If there's going to be a legit battle of the billionaires, I'll throw a party just so we can all can gawk at the, the true first world parties, you know, uh, it's the first world boxing match. Yeah. 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 There has to be there has to be some good stakes though. I mean there has to be, you know, like what's the stake of losing? There's gotta be you have to move to, you know, East LA for a year. There's gotta be something that they would hate. <laughs> no, I don't think they just do it, you know, and it'll probably be pay per view too, so we'll make money off of it. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a billionaire. They gotta make money on everything, right? Oh, yeah. I, I know. I know. They gotta wear Walmart's clothing for a year. They can only shop at Walmart. Mm. They probably do that already. Well, I mean, Zuckerberg looks yeah, like he does. Um, Elon maybe Target. Yeah, Elon's usually dresses fairly snappily. So yeah, but Zuckerberg uh, probably has that same T-shirt all the time. Maybe yeah, he's like Jobs, good. only has you know a couple of different outfits. It's always the same T-shirt and slacks. So well, so he's yeah. uh, so apparently Zuckerberg. The reason he's wearing blue is apparently he's so colorblind. It's one of the few colors he can legitimately see. But wait a minute, that's the Facebook blue. Uh, that's apparently the reason its face is blue is because he can see it, according to rumors I've heard over the years. Mm, that's the one color he can see is blue? It's one of them, yeah. Oh, oh I know. Let's do Donald Trump. Let's do Donald Trump versus... Um, <laughs> uh, name a billionaire. Name name another billionaire. Uh, yeah, the problem is Donald's kind of a made-up billionaire. I, don't think I, I would prefer Donald Trump versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh, I I saw that fight once with Oscar De La Hoya. I want to see that. Um, John Bertrappi, or was that on my end? That was. Uh, I heard John Cyloning. Okay, I was just wondering <laughs> if it was me losing internet again. So I wonder how how long it's going to be before people don't understand that ref reference. <laughs> I don't know. Probably there's some. Yeah, some young kids out there right now going, what the hell is this island? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they, they definitely, they know the new one. There's no chance they remember the one from the 80s. No, I know. 
which was my battle star galactica not the new one yeah. man so, so i think oh here it is tale of the tape so uh uh here's uh, zuckerberg he's 39 he's 57 he's american uh net worth is 100.9 billion and he's brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. elon musk is 51 he's 61 from south africa 245.9 billion karate taekwondo and judo really according, really? according to this oh i had no idea i take it all back get him elon i i was kind of hoping it was going to be like this you know that rich slap fight that you know yeah but i think if they're both jujitsu they're just, just going to be a bunch of wrestling no uh uh, uh just said zuckerberg is brazilian jujitsu yeah, musk is karate taekwondo and judo 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 yeah and judo's is the same it's different it's just a different flavor of the same thing they'll probably just do a bunch of wrist locks and uh, there's holds and there's all the stuff that there's I some mma nerd going 50 some 60 some years ago. there's some mma nerd going no that's different because you would do this way and uh, don't forget you know uh, the gracie's family they're, they're the ones that uh brought on all that uh jiu-jitsu locks and all that stuff they were winning all the time yeah but the punishment i remember with one of the very first ufcs the dude was getting uh, the gracie was holding on to him but he was getting the shit kicked out of him i bet he couldn't stand up straight after that that was brutal yeah, yeah it's pretty tough stuff back so then. i want to see yeah. this i promise if this actually happens that everybody on the show will get together and watch watch this because well, i i, I want to see uh, it. another another fun one is you guys remember butterbean oh yes mm-hmm. yeah uh he's come out and called out jake paul oh <laughs> he said i will come out of retirement to fight really him. oh i'll i'll pay well, to I see that one too I would love to well, see Well, wait a minute. That. How old is Butterbean, though? He's 50 or 60. Oh, he's probably got to be in his 50s by now. Yeah. I worry about us old guys, you know. We're not as young as we once were. Everything hurts a lot more. You better be careful. Yeah, let's see if I get an age here. Just Google. 56. Mm, see? Uh, but, I mean, he's still, like, not doing too bad. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And Throw enough know, money at him, I'm sure. Age, I'm sure he would go him. for it. <laughs> sure, let's go for it. Since I, as soon as I googled him, that's the first uh, headline: is Butterbean I, or boxing icon Butterbean is ready to ditch retirement to fight mm-hmm. Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's one of those things that he's looking at. It's going. I could probably get a hundred and hundred thousand, fifty thousand for this. I, 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 I want a boat. Let's go for it. it says that he still weighs 378 pounds how can that be healthy for you at that age you can't you know he doesn't look that bad but i mean 378 pounds that's insane i'd worry about having a heart attack i would too but that's that's an interesting question you say that i'm assuming the ufc um but like especially with zuckerberg and uh and Musk, they're going to have to pass the physical. I wonder if that would be an issue with it, with with, with any of them, because could be. If you've seen, I've seen pictures of Musk at the beach. He doesn't exactly look like at the the, the peak of physical conditioning, but he's a hey, geek. So you, Elon and I look exactly the same. What are you talking about? Pale. <laughs> Haven't seen the sun for fat, fat pale guys. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> no, no, it's it's not pale. It's translucent gray. <laughs> yeah. So. What do you guys think about a Jurassic Park reboot? <sighs> now, now hold on. Let me let me get. All right, it. all right. You're gonna now, have to convince me. I, I was wondering why your response was that instead of we've already done that. Because haven't we just done that? We've already done that in the reboot. The first one, <laughs> the first reboot, mm, was not all that great. Which I one? Which one are you considering the first reboot? Well, all right, you got a good point there. So, if you compare for me, if you compare anything, we're back to movie arguments about the original versus the sequel versus the reboot, whatever it may be. I, the first movie I thought was excellent. I thought it was great. Yeah, hundred percent. It was new. It was you know new to us type of thing. It was kind of exciting to see how they did it, how it came together. The next one, 
The sequels sucked. They definitely suffered yeah, from no, sequel syndrome. I, yeah, not, I really don't consider like the sequels don't even really exist in my mind. Right, They're just right. Jurassic Park. It's like okay, the fourth then, Indiana then Jones. You're right. A reboot, an actual reboot of the first, maybe done with today's technology, um, but with the right story. Wouldn't the one with okay. Chris Pratt? I consider the ones with Chris Pratt kind of a reboot. I don't consider those true sequels. No, I don't consider them true sequels either, even though they are. Now, so what they're talking about right now, what the rumor train is, um, is that they're possibly going to Jurassic Park. Not any of the offshoots of it, not any of the other crap. Okay. And they're going to base them more off the books than the original not the reboots, the original movie. Okay. And they're looking more for an R rating. Oh. So, which would be more closer to the books. Okay. Because they didn't really go into a lot of some of the stuff that actually happened in the books that was a little bit more grotesque than what they did in the movie. Yeah, a little um, blood. And they're not completely sure whether or not they're actually going to do movie or TV series. Hmm. So it's going to be a reboot. They're not sure if it's going to be movie TV series, but they're looking to get it closer to the books. Now, wouldn't a TV series be interesting? Now, so, you know, the first five years of it, it's all how the parks run and everything goes fine. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, it, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, so now I, I, I'm trying to remember if it was a year ago, two years ago. I actually started reading the books, and I got through them all. They're, you know, I don't think they were that crazy, groundbreaking, or really grotesque in, in the things that I read. Yeah, they, it was more violent than the actual movie but i mean they were they were good but i don't know i didn't think they were like out of this world different but maybe it's because i read them now instead of back when they first came out yeah. i don't i don't want to reboot maybe it's because the first one is a special time in my life and how i saw it i i don't want to reboot and i also to be honest, when it comes to reboots, I'm also thinking what what you're going to add there. And a lot of times, if it's a movie within my generation, specifically, I, they don't add anything for me. I don't think it would be a net positive. Um, now, if you're talking about somebody 20 years younger than me, then yeah, I would say yes. But for for me, no, I don't want to see a reboot. A reboot. I don't think it's going to add anything. The kind of way I look at it is... I mean, with Hollywood rebooting every damn thing that they can get their hands on these days, yeah. instead of coming out with original stories, and Jurassic Park, and when I'm talking about that, I'm not talking about the offshoots of it. The actual movie Jurassic Park is one of those that you can take now, put in a DVD, or even if you want to go way back to a VHS, you can put that in and the practical graphics that they did then to now still hold up the mm -hmm. the cgi does it but the practical effects 100 percent do that's the great thing about those films yeah is that what they did with that was so great that even with our tvs nowadays a lot of that stuff does really good still now <clears throat> Does it need to be rebooted? No, I don't think it really does. But I would like to see what they can do with it now. Mm -hmm. You know, I would, yeah. you, I would too. You know what I'd want to see? There's some other IP I, I, I would love to see them redo and actually take serious. Um, maybe this is because I'm kind of a... I, I love older content. You know, take like the shadow and do like a legitimate, realistic, neo-noir thing instead of what they did back in the 90s there's a there's a phantom there's a bunch of other because they have ip that nobody has seen and nobody's seen well i, I would rather see that instead of jurassic park etc 
Um, I, don't, I just would rather see what about it. a Cool World remake. Honestly, or Howard the Duck. No, well, Howard the Duck is Marvel, so that's bound to happen anyways. I just would love to see it, or I don't know. I just there's a bunch of other content, I con stuff I, I'd rather see than another Jurassic Park. The world does not need another Jurassic Park. The world has yet to see a shadow done very well, and I think that's I think that's an IP that is under has been underplayed and can do very well. Mm. Or, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, all right. Well, I mean, they, they picked Jurassic Park, so John, if you get a few hundred million dollars, you can remake the Shadow. What's uh, oh, what's uh, uh Beatty owns the the IP to um, Dick Tracy. That's the reason you've never had another Dick Tracy um, movie, is because he's into, I, I don't think he's going to lose the rights until he dies. Oh, Warren Beatty, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he keeps okay. he, well, he does a commercial so it gives him the rights. There's another IP I think they should do very well. I they could do and do a little realistic even though it was kind of a goofy to begin with. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I was a Dick Tracy comic strip fan. I did not really enjoy the movie that he did of it. I I really enjoyed the comic strips. But yeah, they've never done like a cartoon or a series or a movie or anything that really did justice to what the comics were. The cartoons, the the, the Dick Tracy cartoon did justice to it to some degree for the media for what they were, for the age I thought they were Ooh. aiming it for. I want to see a realistic uh, Dick Tracy movie. The '90s one I thought was was perfect for the '90s, but I would love to see a more modern interpretation of it because that that time period is is now. We're so far away from it. There's not a people who were alive during that time period. I think you could do a lot of great stuff with it now. Personally. We'll see. Yeah. Well, any, we're, we're, uh, we got to wrap it up because we're running a little late. Anybody have any final stories or comments to end the round out the show? I'm good. Well, I barely found the ones I did. <laughs> yeah, we did good, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I wasn't. I'm always worried, but, uh, you know, if people listen and they like what we do, let's hope they give a couple of dollars to your Patreon. And uh, I'm all I'm all for trying to help out the shows. Let's do it. So go to, go to Patreon.com, type in The Mad Trio or Mad Trio Show. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's one of those. Also stop by our, our sponsor, Audacity, and make sure you buy a couple of card packs with them and tell them that The Mad Trio sent you. Show them a little love. And as always, from the California Pariah, the fat man, the old guys, and our other ragtag bunch, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah,